This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Very much looking forward to today's podcast because it's an opportunity to talk once again with uh, one of my go-to experts. Uh, he's Neil Levin. Uh, Neil is Senior Nutrition Education Manager for Now Foods. And we're going to talk about uh, supporting joint health with botanicals and nutrients. Uh, this is an important area because so many of us are suffering from aches and pains and even if we don't have inflammatory disorders, uh, maybe we're very active and being active kind of goes with the territory. But eventually you're going to sprain or strain something. You're going to experience some degree of discomfort. Uh, so uh, Neil is here to tell us about uh, some of the things that can really help support recovery. Uh, Neil, it's a pleasure having you on Intelligent Medicine once again. Thanks for joining us. I'm glad to be with you again. Thank you. Right. Uh, and so... Uh, Protocol for Life Balance uh, has a variety of things that are directed at uh, occasional minor aches and pains of overexertion, uh, as well as uh, for even more uh, chronic uh, pain problems. So uh, let's talk about uh, one of your innovative products, which incorporates uh, several things that I think can make a difference. Uh, it's called Ache Action, and, and I want to offer a little bit of a testimonial because uh, I'm really pounding the pavement, doing a lot of running because the weather is just great for running. I mean, after all those hot summer days, you know, slogging through the humidity and heat, it's now uh, cool and comfortable, and uh, I can really put on the mileage. But uh, the limiting factor is my joints, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, sometimes they say. And, you know, the flesh sometimes gets a little bit uh, overextended. And uh, I've since I've incorporated ache action, uh, I've been over able to overcome some of the soreness. So uh, tell us a little bit about that product. Glad to. Ache action is a combination of uh, three different botanicals. Uh, it's white willow bark with ginger and boswellia, which uh, might be commonly known as frankincense. Mm -hmm. the, the kind of thing that they uh, use the as a fragrance in churches, right? You know, sort of uh, oh, uh, yeah. aromatherapy. And, you know, incense. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And uh, there's an edible fraction, the uh, boswellic acids, uh, which are sold as boswellia extracts or boswellin is a trademark that's sometimes used. But uh, these are very useful. People might be familiar with the willow bark as the original concept from which the drug aspirin came from. Mm-hmm. So salicin and by, is by the way, a little sidelight. A little sidelight side is yeah, that uh, uh, possibly an ancestor of mine uh, in Germany, which is actually where what part of my family is from, uh, was the uh, first developer of the pharmaceutical version of what had long been this herbal medicine. You know, people used to, you know folklorically they would take white willow bark. Well, he started the pharmaceutical industry, basically, by saying, okay, great, we've got white willow bark, let's turn this into a drug by purifying it and extracting the acetyl salicylic acid, or aspirin. Uh, and then he sold it to a company called Bayer. Uh, I wonder what became of that company. You don't hear too No, <laughs> did pretty well, I think. Bayer aspirin. So good, I'm sorry. I, I just... Uh, yeah, they still to. got it. My, my understanding uh, on that is uh, a couple things. One, aspirin is often trotted out as an example of how drugs that were never approved by the FDA are on the market. Mm-hmm. Because in when the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act was passed in the 1930s, they grandfathered in existing drugs that had been on the market. So uh, the restrictions on getting approvals and things were, were forward-looking, not backward-looking from that point. And that was reiterated when the Food, Drug, Cosmetic Act was uh, rebuilt in the early 1960s. There was a confirmation that those drugs would continue to be grandfathered in. So aspirin never had federal approval It's one of those old uh, patent medicine things that are on the market from, I think, the late 1800s, something like that. One of the earliest drugs, as you you mentioned. Uh, The other thing is that by taking the willow bark and isolating the salicins, the salicylic acid, uh, they found it caused intense internal bleeding. And they had to manipulate it, turn it into aspirin by acetylating it, by doing mm-hmm. a chemical process to it, to reduce and minimize, but not eliminate that side effect. And we know today that when someone takes, a, say, a full-dose aspirin, they're expecting to lose up to a teaspoon of blood right. through internal bleeding, especially in the GI tract. Right. That, and that's, that's one reason point. why enteric coating. Is yep. used on some aspirin. That's a very important point because you know, a lot of people say, "Well, I take aspirin. I'm not. I'm fine." Well, okay, you didn't go to the emergency room with uh, you know vomiting blood uh, or with uh, you know filling the toilet bowl with uh, crimson liquid. I hate to be so graphic, but that's what happens with a serious gastrointestinal bleed. But uh, when you take aspirin and even relatively low doses of aspirin. Um, there's going to be some seepage of blood, very slow. But, you know, we'll sometimes see someone, we go, are you eating enough uh, iron? And they go, yeah. Well, gee, I wonder why you're so iron deficient. And then we ask, you know, are you taking aspirin? Oh, yes, my cardiologist said I should take aspirin. And, uh, you know, there you have it. And now it's actually recommended that, uh, they used to say everybody over 40 should take aspirin for prevention. 
Uh, then they rethought it because they said, you know, a lot of people who don't need it are going to come to harm. If you really, really need it, your doctor prescribes it. Okay, fine, because maybe you're high risk for stroke or heart attack. All right. You know, it's pretty effective as a blood thinner. But a lot of people come to harm with it. And what's interesting is that people who are using the white willow did not have the same side effect. Uh-huh. In, in the natural matrix of the plant, it was different than isolating, purifying the, the compound that was believed to be responsible. So uh, you, you have a much safer version of this, the salicins within the willow bark. Uh, and you know, we know there's some analgesic activity for willow. We, and we also know it, it modulates the immune system's response to what it perceives as stresses. So making sure that the immune system is regulated and modulated and is working appropriately, not over-aggressively, not under-aggressively, is, is part of what the salicins in willow bark will do. So what you're saying, you use the plural salicins. It sounds like, as with many herbal products in contradistinction to pharmaceutical drugs. Pharmaceutical drugs have sort of a laser-like effect. They're one purified compound. But when you look at the herbal origins of some of these things, there's a multiplicity of uh, compounds, beneficial compounds that work synergistically together. That's, yeah, good point. And uh, this extract is standardized to 14% salicin, not isolating it to 100% or or synthesizing it as 100% pure, which I'm sure they do nowadays to make the drug. Uh, you know, this is in a, a botanical matrix that makes it inherently somewhat safer. Indeed. Okay, so we, we got the uh, white willow bark. We've got the buzzwellin. Uh, what else did you? T- by the way, you're the you're a formulator for uh, Now Foods and for Protocol for Life Balance, right? They, they come to you and they say, "Hey, we got yes. to come up with it. What would be your ideal uh, product for uh, to support joint health?" And, and that and that's where the or- the origins of Ache Action. Yeah, we we actually have some other joint support products, as you know, but uh, this actually came out for, from the researchers who review studies, review uh, new ingredients, you know, trademark ingredients and things offered by raw material suppliers. Uh, they often offer them to us early in the process because we're a, a large, well-known company. Uh, but they're, they're reviewing the evidence for these ingredients. Are there human clinical studies? How significant are they? How does this compare to other things on the market? What's the mechanism of action? So we've got these uh, very good researchers who look at these things, and they actually suggested this product based on reviewing uh, current uh, medical research. So it's interesting that uh, you know it doesn't always come from the formulators. Sometimes it comes from the researchers where they see some interesting stuff, and say, wait a minute, we think we can do something a little different by combining some of these things. You get these overlapping effects uh, on different parts of the system that manages joint health, immune response, that affects uh, mobility issues, pain issues. Uh, So 
having the researchers, you know, be excited by some of the research they see and come up with this is actually fairly unusual. Well, you know, you- a lot of times they'll say, oh, this looks pretty good, or, you know, maybe we can make a formula out of it. They actually made their own formula. Oh, okay. Well, you have a really fun job because, uh, and I, I actually, you know, from time to time in my career, I've had the opportunity to formulate things, and it's really kind of fun. It's kind of like being a little bit of a mad scientist, but also taking advantage of the latest research and having access to uh, some of the leading people in the field who bring you new information. So um, there's Boswellia in it. There's a white willow bark extract. And then the other ingredient in the secret sauce is what? Ginger root extract. Okay. And again, that's standardized. It's minimum 5% ginger oils. Uh, again, we're, n- we're not trying to get 100% of an active ingredient, you know, treat it like a drug by isolating and purifying and giving you a single isolate. You're getting a ginger root compound that's standardized to the ginger oils. And ginger oils are the compounds known to be responsible for, uh, for one thing, the, the flavor and the, the odor of fresh ginger. But again, it, uh, the ginger has functions regulating release of compounds involved in acute immune responses. Uh, so in other words, helping the body to regulate that where you, you get a strong enough but not an overly strong immune response Overly strong responses are not good because they they tax the immune system and, and use up body resources, but they also tend to cause more pain and immobility mm-hmm. uh, that make it hard to get around. And you don't want an over-aggressive immune system any more than you want an over-aggressive immune system. Right. You, you know, let's let's contrast the uh, the effects of this to uh, a popular thing that athletes use and that people with pain use, which are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, Motrin, ibuprofen, Advil, you know, goes by many names. And then there are prescription forms like Fulterin uh, and Feldine and, you know, you name it. There's there's dozens and dozens and some are very powerful and some can cause you know, pretty severe gastrointestinal bleeding. But uh, the, I, I know some athletes uh, who before a long workout or before a race, will pop a couple of uh, uh, ibuprofens. They'll take some Advil because they say, well, you know, my knees are going to be achy or whatever. Uh, and what's been shown is that uh, that's a really bad idea because what you're doing is you're, you're kind of knocking out the pain signals. Uh, you can make yourself more prone to injury. And oh, by the way, you're reducing pain, but the synovial membranes uh, deteriorate at a faster rate. So it's, it's really just palliative. It's not really, you know, preventing you from having further joint deterioration, right? Yeah, and that's the beauty of using things that are foods and teas and things like that, that have a long history of human use, is we understand the inherent safety in these products compared to these isolated, very strong drugs We've, we've seen that with the NSAIDs before where they have significant side effects. Look at a label. You know, don't take my word for it. It's on the label. And you're not going to see the same level of side effects on a supplement that contains things like willow bark, ginger root, and boswellia extract, frankincense extract. 
So is this something where, you know, if you're having pain and you take it, you pop it and the pain's going to go away in like, you know, 45 minutes or an hour, uh, as might be the case. If you, frankly, if you take Advil and you're in a lot of pain, I mean, you will get fast, fast relief. Or is this sort of slow acting? Well, it, it's not super slow. Um, we, we looked, this is really built on the Boswellian uh, extract, the uh, frankincense gum extract. And the studies on this, we're actually using a trademarked raw material uh, called Aproflex. And it, there's three clinical studies on it, with human clinical studies. And in the studies, between five to seven days, there is significant to highly significant results compared to placebo or compared to another similar product called Five Loxin, which is right. That's another popular brand. Right. That's a very popular right. uh, form of uh, uh, Boswellin. Right. But yes, and so it works on the same pathways. They're finding fast results and. Uh, I know I've I've heard of instances. Uh, there's a pharmacist in New York who told me when I was doing a training on this product uh, that uh, he felt results the second day he took it, mm -hmm. and he's been using other things. Uh, I personally, I, I've had an Achilles tendon injury since uh, July, as we discussed earlier, and uh, I was limping around. Uh, I, I had trips where I was barely able to walk around. Uh, I didn't want to go out to lunch, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and when I got back from a nutrition conference in Texas earlier this month, I started taking it uh, on that weekend when I came back. Because it's so brand new. This is a brand new. It's, it's newly available. So that that's how you got onto it. It's a new product. And I thought, well, maybe I should add this because I'm already taking curcumin, phytosome, the Mariva material. I'm already taking our Deflame product, which contains ginger, some ginger and uh, Boswellia and things like that in there, some curcumin as well. I thought, it won't hurt to add this other thing. Let me try it. Because, mm -hmm. you know, it's got such good results in a short term. And the second day, I was walking and it didn't feel like my heel was about to fall off. Wow. And then I'm starting to walk around. I'm not using the boot anymore, you know, that kind of thing, because uh, the boot was very uncomfortable. And I wasn't sure I was going to make it. I was in New York City last week walking around, visiting stores, up and down the subways, you know, that kind of thing, all, you know, for five days. And I was able to do that. You know, I would ice my, my heel at night, but... That was the only accommodation I did besides taking what I normally take, and I added three times a day I took two of these. So the, the recommendation on a label is to take two twice a day. Mm -hmm. I actually increased that to three, uh, three times a day because I was so active, but I couldn't believe I was able to make it and uh, walk around and, and do all these things where... I, I was actually afraid I would have to cancel the trip uh, less than two weeks before the trip. Yeah, we and we, then uh, we even had dinner together, and uh, you didn't complain once. But you you know you did tell the anecdote uh, of the uh, of the uh, yeah. ankle pain. Uh, and then what? You went to how many health food stores and how many different places? I was in Manhattan, 
Queens and Brooklyn. I visited about 20 wow. health food stores. So that's covering a lot totally. of territory. And, you know, you're getting around, you know, some people, it's not, this is not, uh, you know, Arlington, Texas. This is, uh, you know, in Manhattan, you just walk everywhere. You take the subway and you go up and down the steps because there's no elevators. They're all broken. Yep. <laughs> so you guys put a lot of miles in. That's pretty good. Um, so, and, and then I gave it to my massage therapist. I, I went, I went in to show her and, the, and my chiropractor the formula and tell them how it had helped me. And my massage therapist told me that her husband has back pain they have not been able to resolve. And I gave her the rest of my bottle. I had another bottle at home, and she told me when I saw her next time that he tried it and it worked on the second day. He felt it. He felt. You know, significantly better. He noticed the difference. So that's three reports I know of, of the three people I talked to who all reported on the second day they felt it, even though the studies show five days to seven right. days you get significant or highly significant results. Right. I mean, I guess there's a, there's a fast and slow action of this that, you know, it gradually tamps down uh, inflammation. Um, so... You know, let's move on to you know some of the other things that might be helpful for for joints. Uh, MSM is something that I personally take, and it's based on the idea that uh, it supplies a lot of sulfur in a, a bioavailable form, and that that supports the joints. It is what's the basis for this? Because you know the the biochemistry. Yeah, uh, well, sulfur is is an element, a mineral. And it's used to make a lot of things in the body. We need it to make proteins like collagen, keratin, elastin that make up most of our structural tissues. The joint tissue requires sulfur. You, people have heard of glucosamine sulfate. Sulfate refers to it being a combination with sulfur. Chondroitin sulfate, same thing. So we are using sulfur to make these structural materials in the body, as well as using it for detoxification in the liver and other things. Sulfur has long been known to be a nutrient for skin, hair, and nails, but it's also an important nutrient for joints. If you want to turn glucosamine into glucosamine sulfate, glucosamine is fairly easy to make in the body. One of the limiting factors is how much sulfur is available. Uh, MSM is 34% sulfur by weight, mm -hmm. so about a third of it is sulfur, and it's bioavailable as well as being the main storage form of sulfur in the human body. Uh, it is not related to sulfa drugs. There, right. People cannot of, be yes. allergic to sulfur. Exactly. Some people have that confusion. They say, I'm allergic to sulfa drugs, so I can't take this. No, it's, this is sulfur, you know, just like... Uh, uh, lactate is not, you know, the same as lactose intolerance. There's a couple of instances where chemistry words are similar, but they're not about the same thing. Right. So, uh, I mean, it is considered safe to take, and people need it. This is essential. Your, your structural components, including your joints, are not going to be maintained if you do not get adequate sulfur. So recommended is about three grams a day or more. Yeah. Uh, which would give you about a gram of sulfur, uh, would be a typical recommendation. Yeah, you have to go a little high on that. And some people uh, take the powder, but the powder just tastes awful. You know, it's really unpleasant. So uh, it's better to take it. It's sulfurous. <laughs> it's very sulfur. Well, you know, it, it, you, you can tell that there's sulfur 
in hair, because if you ever burn hair, you know, hair catches on fire, you feel like you're, you got a hairy hand and you put it over the flame a little too close. It's happened to me a lot of times. Uh, it's going to have a sulfurous smell because sulfur is incorporated in hair, skin, nails, and joints. So, um, it's an important thing to, to supplement with. Okay. We got lots more to talk about because there, there's a whole raft of things that can help to support joint health. We've talked about a few. Uh, I'll give you a heads up on uh, how to uh, get ache action as well as other fine products by Protocol for Life. They're available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life. But don't write out slash. It's just a slash mark. <laughs> okay. That's, that's like the uh, URL. Uh, with a slash mark, drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Um, all right. Uh, more of today's discussion about supporting joint health with botanicals and nutrients with today's guest. He's Neil Levin, senior nutrition education manager for Now Foods uh, and um, popular on the lecture circuit. Man, you just you do a lot of miles. You've been, how many countries you've been in to lecture? 19. 19. So they they just dispatch you to give in-service to inform uh, health professionals, uh, but also, you know, people in stores, because people in stores sometimes the first line, you know, people say, what's good for, you know, what's good for joint pain, you know, joint discomfort. And, you know, these people don't have formal degrees. And so you provide them with, you know, education about uh, the underlying rationale for utilizing some of these products and it's great it's great you're on a mission to inform a lot of people all right uh yeah what's interesting is yeah what's interesting is when i do trainings in the western world uh, north america western europe it's typically with health food stores when i go to eastern europe uh the uh, greece the balkans dubai china it's usually medical trainings and and our products are normally sold in pharmacies the farther east you go the more likely it's going to be a pharmacist or a doctor's office selling the products great yeah that's good i mean clearly uh there's a gap worldwide in acceptance of uh, these strategies and many countries have a long tradition of uh utilizing uh phytonutrients and uh, nutraceuticals uh that uh you know when you walk into a pharmacy in say uh france uh, or Germany, uh, this very, very elaborate uh, sections for some of these natural products. It's really happening. All right, good stuff. Um, when we return, more on the subject of uh, joint health with Dr. Neil Levin. Thank you very much. This is Intelligent Medicine. 